0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Father and Joe. I'm Joe Rocky with Father Boniface 6. And Father, in the last episode, we outlined kind of the need of addressing who it is that we want to talk to whenever we're looking for the kind of result of bringing people into the faith, knowing that there's a need for us to talk to people, to be a starting point saying, hey, this person's living a life of virtue, like, Exhibit this. You use the example that by your dress, people can instantly tell that you are a person of faith and that things are 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 you're dedicated to the cause for, for lack of a better way of saying. And then from there, naturally having conversations and have a curiosity to want to make people and meet them better and have deep relationships, not have superficial ones, but actually meaningful relationships. And then across the point of that conversation naturally allowing God into the conversation, into our lives, and ultimately allowing that person or their own free will to choose, do I want to continue this process of having God with me or not? Um, and, and and that was the conversation we had last time. I think it was great in terms of general laity joining the faith and bringing God into our home and really across, because not just laity, but to everyone. And in this episode, I wanted to kind of talk about the process of if you're a person, a man, and you're feeling, I don't know what to do with my life. I think I'm getting a calling, but I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what that feels like. Everyone says this, but it's like the first time I rode a bike, everyone said, just keep yourself up. Uh, I wasn't able to do that. I fell a lot when I was a kid. So I want to talk about A, Who normally, when we're talking about entering into the priesthood or seminary, aside from just men in general, um, are the point that say, you know what, I really should listen to this. These are the indicators that say I should pay attention and not just blow it off, but actually explore these feelings and go with this. And I asked this you as a priest and me as as a priest, so I'm probably setting the question up wrong in the first place. But as someone who not just is a priest, but also guides and trains seminarians to become priests, I feel that you're gonna be exposed to this situation a lot. And again, I think that there's tremendous value in identifying what the signs are, so you don't just blow by them on a highway and then have your GPS yell at you and say you gotta do a U-turn, but actually to look for them coming down so we can make the right you know adjustments along the way.
1: And the signs of, say again?
0: The signs of whenever there's a stirring inside you that maybe I should look into considering what this whole being a seminarian or or becoming closer to God in a a priest servant type way would actually feel like, look like, etc. Right, right.
1: Yeah, that's a a great question. Um, And uh, I'd say that, you know, the the basic starting point, it, it is kind of amazing how. Uh, we tend to take for granted, you know, certain thought processes, or like even the fact that I'm asking this question, or or maybe even that you know you perked up a little bit when uh, a person perked up when they heard you ask that question. Joe, like, oh yeah, 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 uh, tell me about that. Um, Whereas other people are, you know, changing the dial or something because it's like a non-issue in their life and it's not that interesting or something like that. You know, so just the fact that you notice certain things, that you're thinking about certain things, pay attention to that. You know, the, the thoughts that are that are coming up there. I've uh we have a radio program on uh WAOB and We Are One Body Radio that's uh dedicated to the faith journey of priests. And so I have interviewed I don't know, over a hundred priests at least, uh, about their faith journey. And, uh, it's fascinating the differences, you know, um, just comes in so many different ways, but certainly for people who are raised in the faith, uh, you know, those, those signs early on in life that this was something that was interesting, that was attractive, that was, uh, you know, drew them in some way matters, um, in other cases it it arises later uh when a, one starts to feel a certain futility perhaps around like what's what's this about i i was just interviewing a guy who he was almost on the ground floor of the development of like uh windows you know microsoft so he worked with steve allen and uh and then developed a security networking firm uh and he's anyway he was hugely successful wrote a, a book that was you know like one of the first books about the internet if you can imagine you know the mm-hmm. like uh, the, the dummies guide or whatever to the internet like he wrote that <laughs> and uh, so um, but as things went on in his life you know he started to ask those questions of like where is this all going what does this mean what's the what's the purpose of this and those kinds of restlessness uh, are important to pay attention to um you know questions of purpose and and even eternal purpose um some people are really just drawn like really drawn to to prayer and it's any any younger people i know who go to daily mass you know a young man in his 20s who goes to daily mass will get the question from every um 80 year old woman at daily mass <laughs> like do you ever think about becoming a priest and and it's not a It's not a bad question, you know, because somebody who's drawn to prayer in that more dedicated, a little bit more intense way, I mean, I think all of us who are serious about the faith value daily mass, all things being equal, it'd be nice to be there. But somebody who really makes the sacrifice to integrate it into their life, well, there's something more going on there that's worth paying attention to. It doesn't doesn't uh, determine anything on its own. So these are all a lot of little signs. No one of them says you're definitely called to the priesthood but but they're all uh, indications and stacking them up you start to see them more and more um, you know and then just asking the question spending a little bit more time in silence a little more time in prayer and asking God the question of where are you leading my life what do you have for me what do you want from me um, you know and and then those also tend to come back with certain things uh, as we feel in the silence and god does work through our feelings our hearts being inflamed with love being moved to peace being moved to tears having a real surge of faith or of hope um spiritual joy you know as we maybe uh, imagine ourselves uh, someone imagines himself as a priest or a woman imagines herself as a as a nun a consecrated sister you know what's what kinds of things come up there and uh you know, what are some of the feelings? So those are, again, none of those things are definitive in themselves, but they're all good pointers to, this is something to pay attention to. And, uh, and then talking this out with somebody is is always important as well, that there's somebody we can really share those inner movements of our hearts with without feeling like I'm going to get locked in. You know, I said, I've thought about being a priest and suddenly I'm signing on the dotted line or something, you know, it's, it's not actually that way anywhere in the church, but somebody that's we can share that with and, and we're not afraid that they're going to force us in a direction is really important person to have, a spiritual director, a spiritual companion uh, that we can talk to. So uh, anyway, I listed a number of different things. If you want me to expand more on that or, or dive into any of those things, I'm happy to do that.
0: Well, I, I think there's a lot of great starting points there, and I think that there's a lot of value to that. A- Beyond if you're looking into the priesthood, um, just the, the process there of saying, what are we naturally thinking about and inclined to think about? I, I think that that's one of the things as people that, as you said, we take for granted. And this is why one of the things, like stepping out of, of, of your zone, it, doing something such as a retreat, where you literally just focus upon those types of questions. What is it, I think? what is it that i'm drawn to and if you can create a pattern within yourself some people do this as the mass i know a couple of weeks ago i discussed the the beginning of the mass when we do the calling of our sins and we had the conversation around this what is it i think about what is it driving me in the direction in which we're going in here and to not take that for granted i think is a very important point point. and then it opens the door to all these other possibilities And I I think that there was another couple of important things you said there. First is that there's no one path. You know, there is no, you have to be this way to be here. It's not like being a center in the NBA where you got to be at least 6'10". That's not what being a priest is. There's no one way to being there, aside from being a man, that that's the only real requirement. And I think it is important to note that a lot of guys start the priesthood when they're in their 20s. And if you're feeling at that point in a stage when, I mean, let's face it, most American guys are confused in their 20s. It's just part of life, right? And it goes for a lot of reasons. It, but part of it is it's not knowing how we're thinking or reacting or understanding what's going on and trying to force things into areas where we are. And I think the, the, the final point you made there about how having thoughts about this don't lock you in. And it doesn't And I think that this is another element, this might be me imposing something here. Just because you think about something and you choose not to do it, doesn't make you a bad person. Whether that be asking someone out or choosing a job path or whatever, You you have the right to say, I explored something, I put some time and effort into it, but ultimately the decision was no, that's okay. And I think that that's an important thing to bring up there because I feel that so many people don't give themselves that latitude of freedom to say, if I invest any time, effort, or energy, and then I don't choose to do it, it's a waste. When the reality is, is that's not true. You know, learning how to do something, exploring, go, oh, that's not where I want to be. There's actually a lot of value in that. You learn about yourself. You learn about the process. And I, I wanted to spend a minute on that because those are all important points you said there. I think that it's very very valuable for all of us, regardless of our status of life, to think about and and to potentially integrate into ourselves.
1: Well, and that's a a great point that you bring up, Joe, is uh, this, what we often call discernment, uh, asking the question, reflecting on my life, paying attention to interior movements that are part of being in relationship with God and Allowing my life to develop and grow according to how he made me, to say it in a simple way. And so uh, although we focus a lot of energy on those special vocations to priesthood or religious life, because they are essentially supernatural, they're, they're not part of the natural order. We didn't normally have celibacy prior to Christ, uh, not, not in any widespread way. And so those are certainly remarkable pathways, and we're really not gonna get there without some divine inspiration. But fundamentally, all of us should be in a process of what we could call a personal vocational discernment. Uh, even within priesthood or religious life, there's a certain kind of personal vocational discernment. I do a particular thing as a priest, and other people do other things. So, but but asking that question about personal vocation is uh, is really valuable, and and then how do we explore those things? And everybody's a little bit different, um, but you know, a lot of times we explore those things by trying them, by asking the question, by exploring them. Um, you know, we uh, we've had some people, for example, start our spiritual direction program, take the first class, and then really love it, appreciate the material, and also feel like this is not the direction that the Lord's leading them. Now, what do they walk away with? They walk away with some real formation, probably some some listening skills, some uh, more knowledge about interiority, and some experience in prayer. And they're not going to use it in the way that our program normally is designed for. There's no loss in that. And so, like you said, try stuff out, ask the questions, or or maybe you're you know you get kind of interested about nuclear engineering or something, and so you go and seek out a, a nuclear engineer and talk to him about what he does on a daily basis. And you learn a lot of things, you make some connections, and you decide, this is definitely not what it, the Lord has made me for. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, that that sort of uh, trial and error or exploration and uh, discernment process is, is a really good one, as you said, for every area of life. And even if you're in, in a, a situation like you're in, Joe, you have your own business and you know, then you kind of ventured out into the podcast world and uh, figured out a few things in that direction, and that kind of stuck. I imagine you ventured out in a few other directions, and it's been like, yeah, I don't think this is totally the thing. It's not just a matter of me not being good enough at it yet. It's just really not what i'm what I need to invest my time in. And that's a really good discovery. Positive discoveries of what we are made for and negative discoveries of what we're not made for are both valuable.
0: Yeah, and and that's something that's incredibly important, I think, for people to know, that it's not a problem to say no. Um, It's not a problem to say that that this this isn't the right direction. And that so many people I think live in that space of letting someone down, laying themselves down, you know, having to have a a conversation where I don't want to do that um, is scarier than actually exploring it. And one of the things that I think that I really have understood having a two-year-old running around is that the the curiosity and dependency that Jesus said about living as a child is basically comes down to that curiosity and dependency and turning yourself off to this conversation we had is turning off curiosity and in a way it's going against what, what the bible says is living your life through the eyes of a child and if if it's if you're raising your kid correctly, there, there is no fear for them trying things. You know, this is how we get people to eat different types of food and et cetera. Um, you know, try stuff. And whether it be taking the special off the lunch menu that you've never had before, because it sounds weird, like it's from a country you've never heard of and you couldn't spell it if your life depended on you. Well, maybe that's worth trying. Right? It's a little step today. But we can see with our foods like, oh, worst case scenario is, you know, I didn't like it. I don't order it next time. But when we look at at these bigger decisions of should I talk to a priest to see what that was like, to see if the things that I'm feeling might be something or they might just be, I don't understand my emotions yet because I'm 20 and no one understands their emotions when they're 20, which is okay. Just to start and having that conversation, regardless of the outcome, I think it's beneficial for everyone. And that's part of why I wanted to have this, this conversation for because... We all live in these worlds of i don't know what to do and having you know talking to someone about it making these deep relationships with a priest was starting with the conversation from last episode of you're not trying to sell something you're trying to make a relationship and get to know each other so therefore you're not in a spot where i'm going to get forced down a hole it's just trying to learn me and be understanding rather than if i go to a car dealership and say, I want to buy a car. Well, guess what? You're coming out whatever brand is on that that that's car dealership's window, whether you like it or not. And this isn't that thing when you talk to a priest. You're going to have an open relationship. And again, whether you end up in whatever direction, you're going to be better off for the experience, as you mentioned before. And I just think that that was something I wanted to make sure that we talked about in this episode. I thought it was very important. So Father, if you have any final thoughts, I don't want to cut you off. I know this is your area of expertise more than ever could be mine, um, but I want to, want to give you a chance to share them uh, with our audience.
1: No, I think it's great. It's great that you uh, brought up these these topics. And I think just the uh, invitation again for, for all of us to just open our hearts in prayer and uh, know that the Lord loves us. So a lot of times these things get twisted up when um, people have some different God images and that often is an overflow from various uh, childhood things but um, you know knowing that we are in the presence of a god who really loves us a really loving father who uh, has made us who knows us and wants the best for us and then to ask our ask him in prayer uh, take that question inside of where where's a where's another step that i can take where's a place that i can explore where's a uh, an, another area in my life maybe that is is ready to start growing and, uh, another direction I can explore. So I think it's good for all of us to open up to that. And, and if we're, if we're hesitant to open up to that, and there's no shame in that, that's fine. For a lot of different reasons, people are afraid God's going to call them to some kind of radical change or something like that. That's fine too. notice that, you know, and be curious about that. Where's that coming from? Where's that fear coming from? So, so just, uh, those kind of simple invitations to, uh, at just ask that question. Where's Where's God leading me?
0: And what a beautiful call to self reflection, in which we all can do moving forward here through the next weeks and beyond. So we will be with you again next week, and we thank you guys very much for listening.